We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everybody, and welcome back yeah. to another episode of No Other Pod. I'm Jimmy, as always, with my good buddy, Dan. Dan, you are uh, back from the Royal Rumble, my friend. Back from the Rumble, buddy. I was throwing people over the top rope and all that jazz. But uh, <laughs> what a time to be alive, man, going to going to WWE pay-per-view. Good times. <laughs> we, uh, we got plenty of questions to get to later, but since we're on it, we did have somebody ask, uh, Kevin, he goes, uh, hey, wasn't wasn't Koo supposed to be number 30 in the Royal Rumble on Saturday uh, <laughs> before Brock stole his spot? Or was he kicked out for uh, setting the WrestleMania sign on fire? Oh, my. So Kevin watches the product. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so. that's cool, man. By the way, that sign was on fire. Yeah. It was dripping fire. That's wild. Uh, like the flames were literally falling. I mean, it was like it looked like, like liquid metal almost. Kind of. And it's very disrespectful to the two women that were wrestling in the ring. So you're like, that's kind of distracting, right? It really took us out of the moment. Mm-hmm. Not to mention the crowd is chanting, trying to let people know it's on fire. Clap, 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 clap. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I heard, uh, I heard Becky Lynch though, said something about it. Like mid match. Like she said oh. something like the signs on fire. Cause I'm on fire or something like that. Oh, something like that. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's straight heel mode, man. It's good stuff. <laughs> it was cool, dude. I've never been to a pay-per-view, let alone a Royal Rumble. So definitely bucket list achieved. And St. Louis is a fun downtown area. And yeah. we did an escape room down there and yeah. it was good times. Yeah. Well, it's pretty cool. Glad you got to go do that. Even uh, if people said it was a little bit less than entertaining compared to previous rumbles. Yeah, sure. But yeah, it is what it is, but the pageantry is always spot on and it's yeah. uh it's all about who you're with, man. And I, I, some people can't get their wives to watch five minutes of wrestling, <laughs> let alone like four hours. So kudos to Mrs. Kuzer. She's the real one. It was long as hell. It's like yeah, five hours. I mean, they're usually about three and a half hours. No, it was right under four. Oh, uh, was it? It felt long. About three fifty. So it, it wrapped up <laughs> about ten fifty. And uh, okay, it was cool. Cool. But then well, I got uh, up at four thirty to drive back to Lawrence, Kansas. So that was good times. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, yeah. So that happened, and that wasn't even the biggest sporting event of the day. Because you know what's even bigger? What was that? Preseason soccer in Arizona. Oh boy, <laughs> I heard about it. I, you know, whatever. If something gets Johnny Russell hot, I'm, I'm, I'm tuning in. I'm interested. Like what yes. happened? You know? Yes. So we're going to talk about what happened in, uh, in the desert. 
and why Johnny Russell's mad. Uh, but first, if you have not yet left a five-star rating and review, please go ahead and do so. We appreciate all of you who have. And we'll go ahead and make sure we read your review on air if you leave us one. So go ahead and uh, get on Apple Podcasts and leave us that five-star rating and review. And if you're not on Apple Podcasts, hop on Spotify, leave us that five-star rating. Uh, I, I mean, we're the best best podcast on Spotify right now. We're not the ones getting people boycotting us. Spot Spotify's <laughs> taking off. All right, we're not we're not trying to leave or anything. Yeah. We we you know we're not spreading misinformation out here. No, so go hop on over to us and we'll uh, we'll take your listeners gladly. So, buddy, we're, um, I tell you, we got a we're averaging five stars over on Spotify. It's great. I love it. People like it's it. Pretty good. That's not a five star system. Not six. It's five. It's a five star system. It's good stuff. We're five star so, men. That's right. Exactly. So thank you for those of you who have left those ratings and reviews. And, and like I said, if you haven't done it yet, get on there. We'll read it. So appreciate all of you. But let's uh, let's jump right in. We don't need, I'm not going to mention what happened with the Chiefs. We don't need to talk about that. I don't uh, know who you're talking about. Football doesn't exist. I don't so, know what football uh, is. <laughs> Oh, oh, European football. I got you. Exactly. I'm, I'm with Let's you. talk about that. Uh, there was a good, uh, well, I was going to say it was a good game. It wasn't a great game. It was a, a scoreless game out in the desert. Uh, Sounds kind of boring, night. really. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they streamed it. I got to watch a little bit of it. Didn't get to see the whole thing. Um, oh, you know what? I didn't because it was available to Missouri <laughs> residents and Kansas residents. Yep. Unless you're in St. Louis, man. Yep. What is that about? All you Missourians. You can watch this game, but not you, St. Louis. Screw you. You're in MLS City next year. Yeah, that's, that's it. messed up, dude. It's the St. Louis City FC thing. Oh, boy. I've never been so unhappy to be in St. Louis in my life. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> I'm like, I mean, the they, rivalry has begun. It has. It's coming. So, you know, they're they're not in the league this year. Um, no. I think Charlotte's coming this year and St. Louis City's coming in 2023, but they're already starting to yeah. black out St. Louis from being able to see sporting stuff. So well, we're going. And we're going with uproarious <laughs> rivalry attitude, man. Like we go fight the city of St. Louis, bro, for a four-hour drive. I mean, we just pack into a car and go, man. How fun would that be? <laughs> just get in the cauldron bus. I I was thinking just our cars, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was imagining you were saying all of the fans are going to pack into like a clown car, which is going to pour out into the city of St. Louis. <laughs> I meant you and me, my yeah, friend. No, of course, absolutely. We go. That's, That's an easy trip. Times. Easy trip. Oh, so uh, you didn't get to watch it, but. Rivalry. You didn't miss much. It was a scoreless game. Um, you know, Daniel Shallowy, if you read the review on, on uh, SportingKC.com, Daniel Shallowy had a shot. Uh, Andre Fontes had a shot off of uh, Remy Walter free kick. Um, EC had a pretty decent save. Uh, there were some set pieces. Of course, there are some former Sporting KC players who are out there. Uh, Diego Rubio, he had a shot. Um, we saw the return of Felipe Hernandez, which arguably – is probably the biggest story of for Sporting KC um, from this past week. Uh, I don't think we got to talk about it really, but uh, Felipe Hernandez uh, got officially reinstated by Major League Soccer, and uh, Sporting KC wasted no time in getting him back on the field. Um, probably not surprising since we saw him travel with the team, but good news nonetheless. Yeah, kind of neat, man. I mean, it's cool that uh... – you know, second chances exist, so to speak. Mm -hmm. I mean, he, he messed up, owned up to it. Uh, and, you know, I watched the whole segment on Real Sports on HBO. Do you ever watch Real Sports? I have. Really? It. Yeah. Okay. They did a whole sports gambling segment. Mm -hmm. And I was like, ooh, this interests me because it's kind of a close to home situation, right? And it's way more serious than we ever thought. Like, it's it can yeah. be 
really bad. Like this dude was talking about how his wife had to lock up his credit cards and he would end up stealing them and she wanted a divorce. And it was like, who knows what he was doing? Because I don't know if you guys know, it's not legal here. Right. So he had a bookie and then probably owed a bookie. Like that's where it gets more dangerous. That's not an addiction. That's a, oh, I'm, I've screwed some dangerous people. That's the thing. So, I mean, MLS says the reinstatement is subject to certain ongoing conditions, including Hernandez's continued abstinence from gambling. Uh, MLS and Sporting Kansas City will continue to ensure that he receives the support and counseling as necessary. But you're right. right. Neither in Kansas nor Missouri is sports betting legal. So he had to be doing this off the books. And like you said, 100%, that's where you can get yourself into shady situations. I mean, Mm -hmm. if you're on DraftKings or whatnot, you know, that, that's a legitimate operation. And that can still be addictive, though. It can be like addictive, can into it. but you know that your safety, at least from DraftKings, is not calling into question because I assume, I mean, I've never done it because DraftKings isn't legal here, but, right. you know, the way it happens in Vegas, where I, I've put one sports bet down in Vegas in my life, and it was like $10 yeah. on a college basketball game. And the way it works in Vegas is you have to actually hand them the money in cash and then you can get your card and then or your, your little bet slip. And then if you win, you go back and they give you your winnings plus whatever you bet. So it can still be addicting, but like you have to actually have the cash on you. My guess is for some of these like off books, gambling, like shady under the table gambling instances, it's probably a lot easier to overextend beyond even the cash that you have available because mm-hmm. credit cards and everything else. And that's where you get into, into problems. DraftKings I, and FanDuel and Caesars, I assume, all have a little bit more legitimacy. So there's some safeguards. So we know from his statement that he feared for his safety. And that's why he went to SKC and MLS and was like, I need help. Yeah, because so, DraftKings was like, we're going to get you, baby boy. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that ass, boy. Like they were so mad. it's, um, but you know, he's apparently gotten the counseling and, and is going to continue to get the counseling that he needs. And he almost opened the scoring, um, you know, it, well, he, he kicked a corner kick that almost, you know, was, uh, uh, headed See, into the counseling goal. Counseling works, man. Therapy works. Mm-hmm. You get shots. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he sent a corner kick in that was met by, uh, Jahon Rod, um, close range header and so it was uh How you know jahon i don't know i had no idea I don't, they haven't given us a pronunciation guide yeah. again let's roll with it because i i really have no idea yeah so i mean um, I, I don't know I don't, Kave, if it's not Kave and if, it's, jahon. if it's something totally basic you just fancified the hell out of it and I mean, that was awesome j-a-h-o-n how else yeah. will you say it i i don't know i mean I, jahon they're white. Well, he's a white guy, right? So it's yeah. not like Jahan or, or Jahan. Jahan. I don't know. Now he just sounds like a rapper. It's it's a whole thing now. It's <laughs> I just, you know, it's however you say his name. Um, maybe the J. Maybe it's a light J, like a Jahan. Could be. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. Um, it took we'll me long on. enough to get learn him on how the to Cave, but <laughs> yeah. we'll see. So you know, basically, nobody scored. Um, there are some chances off and on, but it's, uh, you know, Melia got some time. Pulse camp got some time. Uh, the, the first half lineup included, you know, Melia, Zussi, uh, EC, Fontas, Yuri Roselle, Remy Walter, Cam Duke, Johnny Russell, Kyrie Shelton, Daniel Shadowley. That's a mostly first choice team outside of Spencer Glass, who was a midfielder. Um, and then, 
Mr. Glass. <laughs> and then uh, second half had Pulse Camp, Kaden Pierre, Cave Rad, Felipe, Jake Davis, Grayson Barber, Ozzy Cisneros, Tyler Freeman, a couple other players. So, so Kobe Jones. Kobe Jones, but not that one. Not, you said that, and I was like, I said, what? <laughs> Surprise, we've signed him. So, uh, you know, a couple unsigned trialists, a couple academy players, a couple of unsigned super draft selections uh, were in there, but everyone getting a look man everyone getting a little 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 taste yeah the game itself not that exciting however there was an incident um there was an incident where uh you couldn't really see it on the broadcast because it happened Mm -hmm. around the 23rd minute after a set piece all all you saw was johnny was was mad at somebody Uh, but johnny shed some light on this after the game where he said that uh or he accused colorado rapids defender lucas estevez of spitting blood at Kyrie Ooh. Shelton he was that not happy is, um that is some Tajiri shit shoot just spit in the mist at, that's yeah. a old wrestler used to spit <laughs> mist in someone's eyes to <laughs> to win nasty <laughs> but I mean dude Johnny went full-on Braveheart and was about to rally me amongst others to get real mad and now can we uh confidently say that Colorado is our biggest rival this year because I mean, this, they're the blood spitters. <laughs> this is a good start. So, well, it must Shelton and Estevez must have, you know, knocked heads or something on this set Estevez. piece, clearly. And um, Johnny was like, look, he got up and he was mad and he had blood in his mouth. So, clearly something happened. But then he was like, but then he spit it. And, yeah. and he was like, spitting like at, at anyone. Kyrie. Yeah. Spitting at anyone in general is disgusting as hell. And yeah. he's like, then you add in your spitting literal blood. And he's like, I'm not right. here for that. Thanks for so, the Hep C, bro. Not cool. <laughs> I don't. I don't blame Johnny for for getting upset and going at him for it. And you know, it's a uh, it's a good question. Um, but I mean, no, no question. I'm I'm mad about it too, and I wasn't even there. Like that's that's crazy. And I'm I'm surprised like people didn't get thrown down or hit or something because that's just like that's another level, dude. That's some vampiric shit. Yeah. And, you know, I saw a guy who, who covers the Rapids for the website Last Word on Soccer, Matt Pollard, and, and he replied to uh, Daniel Sperry, who got the replay, but you, you really couldn't see uh, the replay, what happened. You just saw Johnny kind of mad. So Pollard says, Estevez is an intense competitor and can be concacafy. I don't mind him confronting an opponent who makes contact or an official for not calling anything if there's blood. There are more sanitary ways to stand up for yourself, though. I'm like, well, yeah, you can't sit here and defend oh, yeah. somebody who's literally spitting blood at people. This doesn't make sense. Like I wait, figured wait. that was something that we could all just agree on. Our issue is not that he stood up for himself at no. all. No. Like, good for him. All right. See, this is why Daniel Sperry left Last Word on Soccer and is now the big machismo for Casey Starr. Now, this guy's still stuck in Last Word on Soccer. That's where he belongs. You start right there. <laughs> Daniel Sperry's the freaking machismo. Well, and there's some people, you know, Seattle people are still mad because there's a guy who got in there who's all pissed at Johnny Russell for sticking up for Kyrie because he's like says the guy who thinks body slamming players is funny. So they're still well, that, mad about Timelia and the Roldan thing. My God, Roldan wasn't even hurt. So I just like he got right up. Everything was fine. <laughs> oh wow, no Seattle fans really did find him because then there's here's another one can't celebrate WWE tactics and then cry about WWE tactics. Well, spitting Seattle blood fans not- are really mad. They're, okay, I take it back. Still big, still big time rivals with Seattle. Still a thing, guys. Still going strong. I just but Colorado's coming up there. That's I don't get 
that's kind of small time behavior from Seattle fans. Like well, you, internet sucks, bro. Have you noticed? Like most everyone sucks on the internet. Have you seen this? Yes, I have noticed. <laughs> it's it's who's got the time? Who's got the time for this? <laughs> I just you're you're fans of one of the most successful MLS soccer clubs of the last decade. You're just, still holding on to this thing from months ago. Yeah, just get off the internet and only you know post an occasional Instagram if you're feeling cute. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> You don't got to go hardcore uh, on something that happened half a year ago. Oh, it's wild. Yeah, it is. Oh, but, my God. I say half a year ago. It was like three months ago, two months ago. I don't know. I mean, it was, yeah. Holy they, shit. Too long where they shouldn't be still holding on to it. Not long at all. Holy cow. But <laughs> what is what is time anymore? So the game ended 0-0. Nothing too exciting. Um you Nothing know. to it. Now we just look forward to the Christian Michaels runway review at Children's Mercy Park. <laughs> Sign uh, me as a model. Hey, you heard Patrick. I'm trying, bro. I'm trying. Come on now. Who, who does it? Who's the I events said, guy? I was calling out Patrick. I don't know who does it. Jacob Peterson. Come on now. Someone we know you're listening. Dress me in the goodness. <laughs> they can have full reign over makeup and hair. I, I'll walk. I'll walk. Do I need to submit my portfolio? I was in bridal shows. Let's go. So we uh, we don't have another game until uh, Thursday, take on Portland Timbers. And as far as I know, they have not said that that's going to be streamed anywhere, at least as they of recording. Not. You're right. Yeah, it's as a recording. It's two days away. They've yet to say anything about that. So I, I'm just kind of assuming that it's not. Yeah. So it's uh, going to be a Diego Valeri list Portland Timbers because uh, he plays for uh, Club Atletico Lanus now because the Timbers uh, transferred him back to Argentina pretty strange so it's gonna, it's gonna be weird. weird yeah no valeria i don't think they have blanco anymore i want to say he's off as a free agent i don't think he's been re-signed huh so okay it's gonna be an interesting uh portland timbers uh squad so yeah he's currently without a club i just looked that up so timbers might not be great this year we'll see um, but the, so I said, Felipe Hernandez was arguably the biggest news. And, and that is, it is almost like a new signing because we had, we, Felipe was really starting to come into his own. Uh, and then he had to leave for personal reasons. None of us knew about, and it was the gambling addiction. So that's almost like getting another midfielder signed because we didn't have him for the entire second half of the year. So that's good. But, uh, the, the big official, uh, news, did we talk about this? We did talk about this, I guess last time for some reason i was gonna say the marinos zionis for some reason i thought that that was after our last recording but it wasn't so we already talked about that we talked about it yep yep see this is what happens when he's got oh man he's got like a a villain like a dc comics villain name yeah i guess it's big deal i mean uh, i'm getting like i'm getting like black mask vibes it's, (laughs) it's big deal i like it i'm i'm excited to see what happens with him i think it'll be really interesting to see sort of where he plays um, how much he plays uh, he there's some of his pictures where he's got a little bit of that like sort of v for vendetta goatee mass or like you know mustache thing going on so okay all I right think, i think he fit into that villain role that you're talking about so i'm all about it there is some other transfer rumor news though for sporting casey uh, as we all know alan polito he's out for the year our basically only striker is Kyrie shelton zionist could play some striker we'll see but there's some rumors that Sporting KC is going after Mexican striker Jose Juan Macias from Chivas, where we also got Alan Polito, uh, oh for a season-long loan. Oh, my. So, you know, uh, Macias was on loan to Getafe in La Liga, Spain, 
that loan has been terminated, which is interesting. Chivas has registered him for the upcoming Clausura. Um, and I guess ESPN Deportes has reported that, you know, he was kind of waiting to see if a team in Europe might want to get him. And he has some offers in clubs from Europe. He's got some offers from clubs in uh, Liga MX, but that also says the MLS offer is still on the table. Uh, doesn't give much more, but if you look at Jose Macias on transfer market, I mean, he's valued at $7.7 million. Um, he's young. Whoa. He's young. He's only 22. Um, his value got as high as $11 million when he went on loan to Getafe. Um, he scored like 30-something goals in his career. If you could somehow pull off a loan for a guy of this caliber for the year that Alan Polito's out, that would be insane. I, I'm, Yeah, I don't think any of us hate that. No. I mean, he, uh, he would come in and, and kind of – be somewhat in, in the same mold as, as Alan Polito a little bit coming from the same system. Um, you know, it's just, I can't say I think it's likely to get done, especially if he actually does have other European offers. Although I guess it depends on what those other European offers are. That could be, you know, if he's got offers from the Turkish super league, I'm not sure that's much better than MLS. Right. But I don't know. I'm just, I'm interested to see because, at this point, I kind of resigned myself to thinking that Kyrie Shelton was probably the day one starter, and he probably still is at striker, but I didn't expect that we'd be able to pull off a loan for somebody of this caliber if we can. That'd be pretty wild. Yeah, for sure. And you know Kyrie's in there busting his ass. He's like, if I'm, if I'm the option, if I'm the guy, mm-hmm. like I want to deliver, you know, I want to work hard, fast feet, let's go. So uh, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty pumped about it, man. And the season, oh, what, guys? It's February 2nd? The season starts this month. <laughs> that's weird yeah we're in I'm the month of mls regular season yeah i'm jacked i'm jacked for it man it's a we're, about, we're only about to get a foot of snow and uh then we're gonna kick off some soccer hey i saw <laughs> something by the way usa was uh rumored to be maybe going to kansas city this week against honduras uh instead they chose minnesota which everyone was like why would you choose minnesota and it's like maybe that's a better choice than coming here with a foot of snow <laughs> Yeah, it's. I mean, but again, I know we said this was whatever it was last week or two weeks ago for the people that are calling for the European League schedule, playing through the winter. You know, England doesn't get a foot of snow. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense unless you're trying to go, you know, play in the soccer dome or something. You no, know, it's yeah, it doesn't make sense. But I don't know. It. We'll see. I mean, by the time y'all are listening to this, we might already be stuck under a foot of snow. So we'll That's see. Wild. I, I used to be excited because I'm like, oh, so my work will close and I'll still get paid for that day. I won't have to do anything. Now we're all virtual and technology is so crazy cool and everything. And I'm like, oh man, I still got to work. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can do it. I'm able to. That sucks. Yeah. So we'll see. Adults. Um, let's get to some questions here because I want to get to some SKC questions before we talk a little bit of U.S. Men's National Team and whatnot. Right. And the Christian Michael Runway Show. Damn. And, and the Christian Michael Runway Show. Call I mean, me. I don't even know what that is. I just know it's you, a runway show. It's a thing, dude. And you should buy VIP tickets to come see me walk in it. <laughs> I already... see you putting, putting your, uh, your model photos out there on Instagram. <laughs> I, I got headshots galore, my friend. And <laughs> I've, it's been popping up in my memories when I was in this bridal show, uh, showing off tuxedos and the, the women are whistling at me and stuff. It was just, just a big old pile of man meat is what I am. Not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm <laughs> that might be the pod title. <laughs> I'm gonna write that down actually right now. Just big old man, man meat. It's all good. I'm gonna no, forget it if I don't. Give me a call. You guys probably need models, and you know, who's got a smile like this? <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. Uh, let's get to some of these questions. Uh, Kevin here. Um, he asked of the Royal Rumble, but he also said, "What kind of signing slash transaction are you guys expecting after the pod gets recorded? Since it's now show canon that the team announces stuff on Wednesdays on purpose." Well, uh, new WWE best friend Kevin. Uh, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I I don't expect really any news like soon, right? We kind of had a little influx last week and the week before that, so yeah. But we, now that we you got say more that. Coming? Well, I'm sure there's more coming. Yeah. I just don't know when, I mean, Jose Macias, I mean, clearly yeah. if that, if there's any truth to that, they're still trying to find a striker who can replace Alan Polito. Yeah. And they have a press conference this afternoon at one yeah. 30. I don't know who's a part of that Peter and, and uh, some other guys, right? Yeah. In Debe and, and, uh, and, oh. Denbe and, and Volader. Vol- Volader, yeah. That so. is right. So no Peter, I don't think just the, <laughs> Because Ndembe and Volader oh, no, just there. just got to Kansas City, where they finally got to see Children's Mercy Park yep. and whatnot. So, so we'll hear from Peter and the two defenders uh, today. Yeah, Wednesday. They looked happy, man, in their video. I mean, I have to imagine, especially if you come from a smaller club, that like you come to a stadium like Children's Mercy Park, and it's not the biggest in the world, but it looks nice. And it, you know, even if it's ten years old at this point, it still looks state of the art. the The locker room is great. The facilities over at the training center are great. So. Right. Um, Graham Zussi would like to have a Freaky Friday with David Attenborough. <laughs> did you see this? Uh, yeah, I did. I, I was like, that name sounds familiar, but I think I need to Google it. I'm not oh, really sure. I love David Attenborough. He's like, I, there was a nature while. guy, right? Yeah, he like hosts all the like the Planet Earth, BBC Nature yeah. stuff. There was a while where like, if you asked me what my dream job was, it'd be, I just want to be David Attenborough. Just really? travel the world. Oh, I love that. I, yeah, absolutely. Are you and Graham best friends? That's amazing. Graham, hit me up. We could be. I mean, you're already wearing a little flannel <laughs> shirt here. You're very outdoorsy right now. Yeah, me and Graham, I got my lumberjack shirt on, so <laughs> hit it he, up. He he sets up the wood for you. You chop it down, baby Exactly. Boy. Exactly. We could do some outdoorsman stuff. <laughs> so we'll see. Whatever. Uh, All the young guys were like, well, uh, Elon Musk has a lot of money. Oh, don't get me started <laughs> on Elon Musk. Right literally shooting rocket pieces into the moon well glad no one said someone like bill cosby or something that would have okay. been uh, <laughs> that wouldn't have been good uh i do speaking of zussi though i do expect that we'll probably get another right back signing hopefully at some point because i'm zussi and pierre i mean i know peter said cam duke could play there but i just i don't know i would like one more person there even yeah, if it's an mls wouldn't veteran like to, wouldn't you like to see some cam dukey time over there i mean i guess it's better to have cam duke on the field than not so we'll see hey. I mean, the dude is money and I'm glad we, I'm glad he's on our side. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Suzanne Montai said, how's the communication between all the new people? Um, we don't fully know yet because they haven't all arrived in Denbe and Volder are not with the team yet. Uh, I mean, we really only have a, a couple of um, trialists with the team. Um, Yuri Rozelle is with the team, but he's been with SKC before he's been in Peter's system. So I don't imagine there's an issue there. Uh, Mariano Sionis is not yet with the team. So I think there's still some information yet to be had about that. Are we talking about like, like language too, probably like I I imagine that's a big deal. And uh, we got, I mean, it's cool to, it's cool to see a team with guys from every aspect, 
of yeah. the world. It's really yeah. neat. The good thing is with a lot of these guys coming over from European leagues is those European leagues tend to have people from all over the world speaking all sorts of different languages. And European people in general tend to speak a lot more languages than we do here. Uh, so chances right. are they all speak some level of English um, and, and can understand it a little bit. Yeah, they learn things. They're like, yeah, I'm going to learn a language. And we're like, um, I don't know, man. I, I'm pretty far into Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I remember I when I was in... Do. I was in France when I was a teenager. That was my first time out of the country. And that people over there were like, yeah, we speak English, German, Spanish, French. Like, why wouldn't you speak all these languages? And I'm like, oh. I can barely say hello in French. <laughs> I might be able to order a coffee, but probably incorrectly. Oh, my Lord. So that was my experience. Just a little, just a little location drop from you. This just in. <laughs> Jimmy's rich and goes to French. All right. No, French. <laughs> I did say French. Well, wasn't going to let that one slide by. <laughs> I did say that. Oh, my God. Uh, Daniel Gooden said, I don't even want to think about this, Daniel. Why are you bringing this up? But he said, if what? you had to pick another coach to coach SKC, who would it be? Oh, my. Not Greg Bearalter. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Uh, yeah. Shit. I, I mean, I've always liked Jesse Marsh. I think he's a good coach. Yeah. I think, yeah. I, I, but I, wouldn't I would. you love to take Brian Schmetzer from Seattle? I think Seattle Schmitz. is set up perfectly for Brian Schmetzer. But I uh, love his name, dude, because you, you want to put a little something on your sandwich, you put a little Schmetz on it. Just a little Schmetz over here, me, a little Schmetz over there. Sounds like, you know, and the, the, this is largely informed by the way he looks, but like, Schmetzer and Schmetzer sounds like like a tax accounting firm, and he looks like yes, he would be does. a tax accountant. Well, it's 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 I believe it's a Jewish name, and it's like <laughs> well, you, it's not. you can use, dude, you can verb it. Oh, you really Schmetz that one? You know, <laughs> it's it works with everything. I'm super Schmetz right now. Yeah, You're like what does that mean? You're like you know. <laughs> <laughs> I just you know I don't know if Schmetzer Why'd could you, work. What did I do? I didn't even do a hard J. I said it's a very Jewish name. That's not a. I didn't say like that's a Jewish name, and I hate it. Like it. <laughs> It's I just realistic. didn't, I did. Yes, I did. I thought you were trying to dry, tie something to being an accountant, which I did not want to do. No. I, <laughs> okay. I'm glad we I cleared that up. Na- I wasn't all like, he probably eats bagels and steals money. No. I'm yes. Not okay. Things we're good. Like this. Well, now I've said it and you've done this. You <laughs> no, did well, this now we me. are going to get, you know, protested off of Spotify. Oh God. I'm so fucking schmetzed right now. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> anywho, um, we got a lot of coach questions. Someone asked, could Peter Ramiz coach the chiefs? Um, Peter Vermees Chiefs questions. No, <laughs> Peter Vermees would not be happy if the Chiefs uh, performed the way they did in the second half against Cincinnati. That's for sure. Um, Pretty rough deal, dude. Well, I want to know a secret thing, by the way. The the Monday Night Raw after Royal Rumble was in Cincinnati. How do you think that was for them? The yeah. day after they beat the Chiefs to go Probably to the Super wild. Bowl. Yeah, I'm sure that was Pretty wild. wild. Everybody was still hungover. Everyone in their jerseys and stuff, and I just watched like I'm so sad. <laughs> Uh, SKC PDX says if PV were the national team coach, what's the biggest personnel and tactical change you would make? Well, he'd run a four, three, three. <laughs> he'd probably put Graham Zussi right back. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I, I, I mean, I don't, you know, Peter, I think he just, honestly, I think the biggest thing he would do is he'd try to come up with more of a plan. Cause he, I mean, there was that press conference a few years ago before they hired Greg, where he was just like, it does not seem like there's a plan. There's no plan, no development, no anything. We're just throwing things out there. And honestly, it kind of seems like Greg Baralter doesn't really have a plan if things don't start working. You know, he puts the team out there, they underperform, and he doesn't really know what to do. Yeah. Uh, 
Amazing. Peter actually knew what he was talking about. Imagine that. The yeah, dude knows things, knows. you know? Um, let it, let's move into, cause we got a, a good transition question here from Connor Bateman. He says, what's going on with the U S team. I get qualifying for the world cup is an awesome achievement, but with the amount of talent we have, it should be greatly expected. I'm not sure what happened to our attack, but some tactics slash game plans need to be fixed. Um, we did have a couple of games. There was a game against El Salvador on the 27th and the uh, U S men's national team won that game one zero. Anthony Robinson got a little bit of a, a, a rebound in the box and he was able to put that one away. But I mean, not a lot of great offense there. I mean, five shots on goal, 17 shots total, but you can only manage one goal. That kind of gives you shades of sort of like 2016, 2017 uh, sporting KC where you're getting a lot of shots, but not a lot of goals. Uh, but then the biggest problem was on January 30th. The U.S. men's national team went up to Canada and could not beat, granted, a very good Canadian national team. But not only could they not beat them, they couldn't even score. Canada ended up winning 2-0. I don't know if you saw any of this game or not, but this is uh, this was a disappointing window, even if they did come out with three points. But a lot of questions to be asked about the U.S. men's national team right now. Kind of rough, man. I didn't see the, you know, I didn't watch the one on Sunday because the Chiefs were playing. But I did, uh, you know, the, I saw the victory earlier mm-hmm. in the week. And it's there are questions to be had. And it's a very scary time. You'd like to say, like, yeah, they're easily going to qualify, you know. But uh, it's pretty inconsistent. It is. And, you know, Polisic does not look good. Tyler Adams does not look good. Weston McKinney didn't look good. Serginho Dest didn't look good. I mean, this is supposed to be the team that is the talented enough team to take us down to the round of 16 to the round of eight. Like this should, it shouldn't be a question. And it's not a question of, will they qualify? I'm sure they'll qualify, but if you're having trouble, right. If you're having trouble with, again, a talented Canadian team, but then you get to some of these European teams, South America, you're having trouble with Canada right now. What happens when you play France? What happens when you play Argentina? Like this isn't going to work. And I don't view Canada as a big rival like like you would Mexico. I, I'm kind of rooting for Canada, dude. Like seeing them have the success that they're having is really kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, again, they have some very good players. Kyle Laren, Tejondu Cannon, Alfonso Davies. You know, Davies, I think he's battling an injury. Uh, I don't even think he was with the team for this, this game. But... No, he wasn't. He was like Twitch streaming. <laughs> But this is this is concerning. And, you know, a lot of the goals that the U.S. has had have come in the second half, um, which kind of tells me that Greg's game plans aren't working. And it kind of goes back to the question that we had, which is he goes into a game and he's so dedicated to some system that he's he's put into place that he can't see it's not working with the personnel he has. And I don't know if it's too, I don't think it's too complicated. I mean, these are players who are playing for some of the best teams in the world, but for some reason, he's not able to put together a cohesive team. This team is filled with very talented players that when put together are severely underachieving as opposed to the U S men's national teams of old with like Landon Donovan and Clint Dempsey or whatnot, where you look at some of those teams and you're like, those teams had some pretty solid players, but when you put them together, they made something more. They actually got better. This team gets worse when it's together. And it's weird. It doesn't Very make sense. Weird. No. I don't know. I mean, Hurt Gomez, he went in on, on the team. Um, he said that the team is soft. 
under Greg Berhalter. He goes, Greg Berhalter has a soft team and that's on him. They are more talent. They may be more talented than generations of the past, maybe more, but there's no fight. There's no urgency. There's certainly no spirit. If you're going to hang your hat on those three Mexico wins, if that's all you have to say about your tenure, if that's really who you are, then why go to Cutter? Because what we've seen to date, it's not going to get any better. My goodness. That's a, that's a pretty scathing review from a, a U.S. men's national team, you know, former player. Yeah, kind of. So, and I think it did, Greg doesn't help him. I don't know if you saw his post-game press conference, um, but we lost 2-0 to Canada. And then when, when, he had, when, when he was asked about the performance, he, this is what one of his quotes were. I think it was an entire team effort that was outstanding. We asked them to be dominant. We asked them to embrace the conditions, embrace the physicality of the opponent. And I think we did that and more. And it's hard for me to remember performance away from home this dominant without getting a result. So he goes out there and he's like, we played great. What's the problem? And everybody else is like, you consistently lay an egg in big games like this. Sounds about right. I don't know. It's just like, this is my frustration with the U S men's national team. Like I don't give them a second thought. Cause I'm like, I've been burned one too many times. And then they give me a little bit of hope and I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe I can invest a little bit of emotion. And then they do something like this. And I'm like, why even bother? So I don't know. I, I just, do you have any desire to even watch this team based on how they currently perform really? I mean, based on that, no, not really. But, I mean, I will because, I mean, what else am I going to do, right? Like, we, we talk about it here, and I kind of tell myself, like, well, I guess I better watch this because I have a podcast. <laughs> you ever do that? You're like, well, yeah. I guess I kind of owe it to myself to do this. It's just, I mean, it's scary because, I mean, and, again, this isn't totally on Greg necessarily, but you got to change up your tactics. Polisic doesn't look good for the U.S. or Chelsea right now. He looks kind of bad. He's not living up to that $70 million price tag. Um, you know, it, it just looks like they're totally out of ideas. They cannot finish anything. And so I'm just, I don't know. I'm a little worried, but yeah, we'll see. I think uh, they go on to play Honduras coming up next. Um, is it tomorrow? I want to say that they're playing or no tonight they're playing Honduras um, on FS1. So we'll see if, uh, if they can do it a little better. But well, we'll see, man. I mean, that, that should be a, a winnable game for sure. It should be, but I don't know. I just, I'm tired of hearing also people excuse these performances. Be like, oh, CONCACAF's weird. CONCACAF's hard. You know, this is a, a r- tough road game. If we're not able to go into Canada, and again, Canada's a very talented team, but if we can't even get a result on the road against Canada, that's a problem. We're not going to do anything in the World Cup. So I agree, man. I agree. We'll see. But yeah, it's tonight, 6.30 p.m. United States takes on Honduras against FS1. Uh, You know, wins heal a lot of hurt. So if we can get a win, then, you know, and the dominant, a lot of those questions about Greg might be answered. Yeah, we'll see. Totally. But the last thing I have really to talk about this week is a little, and actually this is, this is pretty big NWSL news. Um, we, we knew that the Kansas City Current were going to be playing in Children's Mercy Park this year, but for the first time in NWSL history, the National Women's Soccer League and the National Women's Soccer League Players Association have agreed to its first ever collective bargaining agreement. So this is uh, the 10th season of the league. 
Um, there are going to be two new teams, Angel City and the San Diego Wave. Uh, and now they have a CBA that runs through the 2026 season. It raises the minimum salary by nearly 60%, though it's still only $35,000, which is wild that the minimum salary was as low as it was before. Um, 4% yearly raises, increased salaries, retirement funds, life and health insurance, housing, uh, paid leave um, for parental leave, mental health leave. Uh, I believe you were the one who pointed this out to me. No playing in baseball stadiums, right? That's a pretty big deal. So this is uh, this is kind of cool. It allows for free agency starting in 2023 if you have a minimum of six years experience and it drops to five years experience in 2024. So, you know, as of this recording, it still had to be ratified by the NWSL Board of Governors. But this is a, the next big step, I think, in the NWSL sort of becoming a little bit more established. A little bit more established, a little bit more respected, a little bit more legitimate. Like it's, it's, you know, we, we try to support this league, but it doesn't get the respect it deserves because the league itself wasn't respecting the players, right? Or, right. or anyone else. So it's like, this is, this is a cool deal, man. And they can now go to preseason here this week. And it is, uh, it's showtime. I mean, <laughs> soccer's yeah. back, baby. And it's good that we finally have some good news for NWSL. Cause like you said, you know, not only was the league not respecting the players in terms of pay and, and how they put them on, on various, you know, terrible fields or whatnot, but you know, there are all of these coaches, five coaches that were dismissed or stepped down amid reports of inappropriate behavior uh, is how the Kansas city star puts it. A lot of those were accusations of sexual harassment, sexual coercion, sexual assault, um, this has been a really rough year for a lot of the players of the NWSL. So it's really good to hear a positive story where the players actually were able to um, get something that protects them from the league. Cause the league has not done a good job of that. So really right. excited to see some, some positive news. I'm, I'm pumped to see the current play at children's mercy park. It's going to be fun, man. You, you get your season tickets or are you just going to come kind of game by game? I, I, I don't have season tickets. Some of it's going to be game by game. Some of it, I might go try to see if I can get in there as media. Uh, but oh, okay. But yeah, you know, I, I went to a couple games out at, at um, you know, the T-Bone Stadium and it was a cool atmosphere, but I think it's good that they're not playing at a baseball stadium anymore. It'll be yeah. a little bit more conducive, especially locker rooms. The current going to be able to use the Sporting KC locker room, which is fantastic. And then uh, the next year, man, their stadium's going to be nice. I cannot wait to see not that Not next stadium. year, buddy. The year after. Oh, is it two years? Well, they just casually dropped 2024 at their... Uh, little open uh, house they had and it's like whoa is that you making a big announcement right now <laughs> for some reason i thought it would be 2023 but i guess that it makes was sense. originally going to be yeah that's a bummer but hey, okay so two years from now i mean i'd rather yeah. they they take a little more time and do it right than than rush it and get it wrong mm -hmm. so but i don't know i'm excited congrats to the nwsl uh, players association uh looking forward to uh <laughs> we do have a a new question that just came in right before we stop recording um this is from someone at dan kuzer that says is kuz going to be in the christian michaels runway review at children's mercy park <laughs> so i didn't know if you saw that i was all queued up to be like hey you sure you, didn't, you sure you read all the questions <laughs> so that question came in right at the end there just under the wire i so. you know we don't know we we hope so <laughs> i mean we, he's gosh we owe it to you guys to, to make that happen Get your VIP seats. If any of you out there know, have connections, get Kuz on the runway. Yeah, get, you know, hit up the christianmichael.com and hit the contact form and, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I 
maybe send I him did. his Instagram. I don't know. <laughs> Just send them to his Instagram and they'll be able to see. Absolutely. I, I got some, you know, in my Dropbox right now, a lot of, a lot of selfies. No. Absolutely. <laughs> so, oh man, on that note, laugh. I think that's about all we have for this week. You got anything else? Oh, buddy. Uh, I, 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 you know, I don't, man. I wish we were watching that. I, I hope maybe they decide to stream that preseason game this Thursday, but we'll just have we'll to see. see. It's, it's hard to tell if, you know, exactly how things go if you're not able to watch it, but I don't know. We'll do our best and, and see what we can talk about next week with uh, the Portland game. And obviously we'll have the U.S. men's national team game to talk about too. So absolutely should be good. Thank you all so much for listening to yet another episode of No Other Pod. If you have not yet left that five-star rating and review, please go do so on the platform of your choice. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at No Other Pod, at Dan Kuzer, at JCMax03. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash no other pod, or shoot us an email, no other pod at gmail.com. Make sure you check out our merch store at bitly.com slash no other pod. Get 10% off your Hello Tushy bidet at hellotushy.com slash no other. But until next week, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch y'all later. See ya. Christian Michael Schuster, call me. Hey.